0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 10th of September, 2022. Coming up to this episode of the Cresting Out Podcast, episode 186, the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, My personal reflection and uh, some other takes on the politics of said situation. All that and more coming up, please stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There's no racial bigotry here. There you are all.
1: From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues and life. Here's Krusty.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Dark Horse Entrepreneur with Tracy Brinkman, darkhorseschooling.com. He will assist you and making your podcast even that much brighter. Just tell them that Krusty Canuck sent you. And this is also brought to you by Freedom of Speech. More important than your feelings. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Regardless of what people say and do online, in the papers, on television, we all have the right to say it. Yes, without further ado, this is episode 186 of the Krusty Kinnock Podcast. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. Yes, it's been worldwide news that Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II has passed away. Born in 1926, passed away this year. She was 96 years of age, ladies and gentlemen. Now, before I get into the midi- <laughs> the meat and potatoes <laughs> of the whole thing, uh, just to remind you as all, I was a member of the Canadian Armed Forces for about 20 years. So yes, the Queen had uh, an influence on a lot of our military, uh, dress department, all that same homage to the Queen, homage to Canada, all that good stuff. And without sounding uh, like an overdrawn patriot, my personal feelings towards Her Majesty are this. A monarch, part of our history. Granted, uh, the whole royal family is part of our history. Um, there is a, a sense of loss somewhat because she was she was quite interesting when it came to world affairs, when it came to um, diplomacy, um, history. As well. so apparently, she had a great sense of humor. I never met her. Part of me kind of wishes I did, um, but needless to say, the past few years have been a revelation in my life in regards to liberty and democracy. I personally think that we do not need any kind of monarch in our country anymore. Now, granted, her image is on our money, and her son, Prince Charles, who's now King Charles III, uh, he might be instilled in some of the money in some of our departments and departments alike in regards to legal terms, in regards to constitutional terms. Um, but needless to say, I personally don't think that this country really, really needs any kind of uh, monarch to dictate terms for us as Canadians. Now, I personally believe keep certain traditions alive. And if I've offended any of my veteran brothers and sisters out there, my apologies. This is just my opinion. I'm not saying abolish the whole monarchy. I'm not saying destroy anything royal, per se, because a lot of men and women have earned it through their blood. I don't want to change any names. I don't want to take down any statues. I don't want to destroy any objects of art or welfare, for that matter. I just personally believe that we do not need any more oversight in Canadian affairs in this country, when it comes to um, politics, when it comes to laws and everything, too. Um, It's one thing swearing allegiance to uh, a king, to a queen, to any kind of monarch, to any kind of leader, for that matter. But we all know, too, that uh, people swear a lot of things, and they never keep the truth They never tell the truth. And uh, since 2015, we have seen an abundance of lies from our dear leaders and dear bureaucrats alike so with saying that uh good journey your majesty all the best to you in the next life my condolences to the royal family not that any member of the royal family watches my podcast or listens to my podcast but out of respect from uh, one veteran to other veterans out there my deepest condolences to the family and my condolences to the people that loved her too uh, that people that respected her, people that honored her, um, it was it was going to happen, you know. Like she was ninety six years old, you know. And people don't live forever. People will die. That happens. I'm not going to sit and preach all this gospel, but uh, I just personally believe that there, I think there's a little more at hand here now, and a little more might be at stake because of her passing too. Um, I'm not a big fan of what happened with Lady Di back in 1997 you know that was a shock to the world too because she was the people's princess you know she was quite charitable uh she was quite good to people the less fortunate whatever she was an advocate for getting rid of landmines uh big supporter in finding cures for aids uh, i guess a good friend elton john and his cause for aids research and everything too uh, but who knows, you know, I, I'm not going to sit and talk conspiracies about her or I'm not going to talk conspiracies about this. Um, but I have seen a lot of crap online in regards to saying ding dong, you know, the witch is dead, good riddance, whatever. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you're entitled to your opinion when it comes to to that. I, I encourage that. I encourage people to speak their minds regardless. And I'm not going to stifle your free speech. I'm not going to stifle anything you have to say about this or about that. By all means, I encourage the dialogue and I encourage People to get there and speak their minds to the best of their effing ability. Okay. But my personal uh, affiliation with that is on our cap edge when we serve the military. Uh, you look at any police officer's uniform in this country, you'll see a crown on it. Any government officer's always a crown someplace in homage to Her Majesty. And that's fine. You know, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. Like I said, my personal opinion is this we don't need a monarchy governing us. <coughs> but out of respect and tradition, Yes, let's keep it. Fine. But when it comes to anything to do with our people, everybody that lives in Canada, it's good that we still have that stretch where we can do it without worrying about who owns what land or who owns this. Let's work together to find a common ground and a common goal. It's simple enough. Now I've seen I've seen some tweets from my wife's feed and I've seen some TikToks from people. Uh, saying, okay, yeah, she was a white supremacist and colonialism is evil and she just did this and she did that. Oh my God, colonialism, 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 colonialism. Oh my God, colonialism. And it seems like everybody has their own point of view towards Colonialism. colonialism. Yet they forget that North America and South America was colonized. Think about that.
1: Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca.
0: You can go on and on and on about uh, the monarchy who did this and the monarchy that did that, and this king did this and the queen did this and the prince did that. And to anybody out there who's actually studied Canadian history to a certain degree, to a certain length, I don't care if you got a degree or not. Okay, Canada was originally founded. Now, you want to get technical. Canada was originally founded by the Vikings. Oh, shit. They landed in Newfoundland. And I, apparently, from what I remember from my lessons, they were around for a good 100 years before they were at odds with the Biotics, And the Biotics were, I think, Newfoundland's first, first Indigenous peoples. Okay, so when it comes to colonialism, Okay, you might as well blame the French because they came shortly thereafter. They had some discoverers who came in, Jacques Cartier, John Cabot, who was an Italian who was actually, I think, commissioned by the king at that time to discover things, to look around, right? Samuel de Champlain, a lot of French explorers came and came to a place called New France, which is now known as Quebec, right? So there's French colonialism there. And the Spanish at that time were discovering the Southern United States and Mexico and California and North not the North Dakota, uh, New Mexico, that area. Right. So to sum it all up, I'm not going to sit and try to give everyone a geography and history lesson here, too. But when you look at North America from the years of 1492, okay, when Columbus, supposing when Columbus first discovered America, okay, how many waves of European countries came thereafter? discover south america parts of north america central america the west indies which are now the caribbean islands right back and forth back and forth the colonies of british colonies of french colonies of spanish colonies of portuguese colonies of dutch and belgians alike europeans galore explorers galore okay so when, when people sit and complain about colonialism it's all of our history it is. And it doesn't matter if you're First Nations, doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're Asian, doesn't matter if you're from Pakistan, doesn't matter if you're from India, doesn't matter if you're from Uganda, Jamaica, wherever you're living, it doesn't matter. Colonialism has affected the whole world. One way or the other, one country was discovered, another was destroyed, another was conquered, another was destroyed. It's human nature back and forth, back and forth. And I'm so sick and tired of the finger wagging about colonialism. Okay, because let's say the French and English, let's say they never fought. Let's say there was no war. How would North America look then? Because there are lots of French explorers that came and did trade and commerce with First Nations, fought other First Nations back and forth for trades galore. Let's say the French didn't fight the British. What would happen? Would North America be what it is now or North America be predominantly French? What if the French and Spanish fought in those years? like the English and French fought. Would North America be predominantly Spanish or French with minimal English? Different perspectives. So when you look at world history, don't be so quick to jump down the royal family's face and get in their faces because of colonialism. History happened, we have to learn from it. We can't pick and choose and destroy it because someone's offended in this classroom or somebody of this origin is pissed off, or somebody of that origin is pissed off, or someone of this gender identity with a wooden leg and a false eye is pissed off, it doesn't matter. It happened. So when people steep, you keep wagging their fingers and shaking their heads over colonialism, if you didn't have it, where do you think North America would be right now? Where do you think South America would be right now? What if the tables returned? What if the English empire went broke like the Spanish empire? Would the Spanish Empire have been as successful as the English Empire or the French Empire, for that matter? If you want to blame colonialism and empire building, go back to the days of the Roman Empire. Blame the Romans, right? Well, they don't live anymore. Romans are now Italian. Some are German. How they branched off in history. How things moved around. How borders moved here and borders moved there. So these young kids out there—they're shaking their heads and 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 wagging their fingers—and all the Whoopi Goldbergs and all the uh, virtue uh, signalers out there on the View and other TV shows, condemning Her Majesty. For seventy years she served and she worked. Now I'm not saying she was out in the fields harvesting grain and milking cattle and slaughtering beef and making sure there was food on the table for the less fortunate, but she made an appearance and she had a lot of charitable. Uh, organizations to help people, right? And uh, it's sad that she's gone, but who knows what's going to be in store for the royal family as we speak. Will King Charles step up to the plate and do something wonderful? Or is he going to stay in bed with Klaus Schwab and want us to eat bugs and be happy? Time will tell, won't it?
1: Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca.
0: Anyway, carrying on to um, passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth the uh, Second, Elizabeth Regina. You know, um, it's 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 tough. It's it, I don't know. I, I I can't really go on and say yes to her and no to her i can't really discuss a lot of the history and the decisions that were made in the name of her but there were a lot of decisions that were made in the name of other politicians and other figureheads that were stupid some were good but if it wasn't for the influence of the british royal family where would canada be to my fellow Canadians out there and to my American listeners and my British listeners alike too, where would a country like Canada be if it wasn't for Britain? You know, would it be a French colony still? Would it be, uh, France's new little brother? Like, as I mentioned earlier, if Europeans didn't explore North America, what would have happened? If Europeans didn't explore South America, what would have happened? Right? Would Canada become like a uh, some kind of great native plateau, same as South America? A lot of the Amazons and tribes alike getting together and have one giant city? Would it be the same thing in North America? It it puts those questions in your head. You know, these flags behind me, they represent Canada and they represent Canadian history. In no way is it supposed to offend anybody, but if you're offended by these flags, but you like the benefits of these flags then you really got no ground to stand on, right? You want to talk about Canada being, oh, it's full of colonialism, yet you don't mind the handouts that Canada provides to individuals. You don't mind the perks that comes to being a Canadian, where you can go get a student loan if you want to go to school or go get a bank loan if you want to buy a home. Now, because of inflation, I wouldn't recommend the above mentioned, but the opportunity is there for all colors and creeds in this country, ladies and gentlemen. All sexes, and yes, of course, all identities, however you may identify or how you feel on a Monday compared to a Sunday. But the opportunities are there. And a lot of these benefits came from suggestions of members of the royal family and people affiliated with the royal family, too. Now, do I believe that our tax dollars should go to the royal family? No, I don't believe that. Do I believe that? Any royal dignitary visiting this country uh, should be paid for and looked after? No. They should come out of their pocket. That's just my belief. Okay? But I fought for Canada, and I fought for the morals and the values of, of this country. And I will die with the values and the morals of this country because it's my choice. But it's because of people in the royal family that fought for that democracy, too, during World War II. And the First World War as well. Now, do I know anybody? (laughs) There's my cat in the background, ladies and gentlemen. She's just coming up for some attention. That's Buddha. Say hello, Buddha. Say hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) What you doing? What you doing? Anyhow. But uh, I digress here, playing with my pet. Um, there, there's no more need for the hatred. There's, there isn't any more need for the disgust and the disenchantment and praising the heavens because someone died. dang like I said, she was 96 years old. Her time was coming. She was ill, you know. But I'm not going to sit and get angry over the past. There are things that could have been done that the royal family should have done. Now, let's hope King Charles finds a, a good resolution and a good answer and a good outcome to help our first nations to find the answers in truth and reconciliation that's one of my biggest concerns there too especially when it comes to the royal family when it comes to people that deny what happened and especially when it comes to our government officials in this country who still want to keep you know their mouths closed about it but time will tell my concern is with canada and what this country needs to do to keep canadians happy. And keep them strong and free, as they should. I'll be right back after this.
1: Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca.
0: And needless to say, uh, we have to focus more, I think, on our people and focus on our economy and focus what's good for us as Canadians. Keep traditional ties alive, right? But let's focus spending on what this country needs. Let's focus spending time and effort in our infrastructure, in our clean water for all of our people. Let's focus time and attention on getting these leaders accountable for their lackluster actions. Okay. came across an article the other day in regards to journalists of feeling afraid. Uh, feeling scared because of online comments. Right now, I've dwelled on this before my last episode in regards to uh, journalists and politicians alike. If you're going to throw garbage into the public eye, what do you expect to come back to in return? A fucking medal? No, of course not. So, with the passing of Her Majesty, let us set an example set an example of what we can do to be integral, to be honest, to be realistic and to be genuine. Okay. This will be a shorter episode today, ladies and gentlemen, because this is just off the top of my head and I try to get, uh, at least two episodes every two weeks, four episodes a month, uh, for you as all out there, my wonderful audience, you know, give yourselves a round of applause <laughs> uh, uh, I've had some great subscribers come. In the past uh, couple of weeks, I see I got a few more subscribers here, which is awesome. Thank you. Because of people like you, you're making this podcast even better. Please pass the word around and share this all over your social media platforms too. But um, as I was saying, and I keep digressing again, we, we have to put people that are responsible and make them responsible, and make them accountable. That includes the journalists out there that complain about bad words and hurt feelings. Get over it. You're going to write a column about somebody without any facts to back it up. And you're going to call people white supremacists and Nazis. You better back it up. Like we were taught this in high school, weren't we not? When you write an essay, make sure you get a point, proof, explanation, and conclusion. Right? The body of your work. Where's your point? Oh, this point. Oh, explain it to me. Oh, okay. And prove it. And then conclude it. That simple. Yet we're finding a lot of, you know, overnight journos talking about the hate speech they have to deal with every day. (laughs) Oh! Well, you throw garbage at somebody, it's going to come back to you. I just said that. It's that simple. Anyhow, this is my episode for the 10th of September 2022, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's a little bit shorter, but uh, I'm, I'm at a point right now where I'm just getting a little too angry. With uh, certain individuals out there in the mainstream media and the way things are being handled. Uh, once again, my condolences to uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, you were my queen. You were everyone's queen for the past 70 years. Everyone who lived in the Commonwealth the past 70 years had the honor of acknowledging uh, Her Majesty Elizabeth Regina uh, to being a decent queen, you know, and let's hope King Charles does better with what he has. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope the royal family uh, stands their ground and stands too for what is honourable and what is righteous uh, to respect people's democracy and respect liberty above all else. Anyway, I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 10th September 2022. That's my spiel for today. Uh, I'm going to have a live stream this Tuesday. So this Tuesday coming up. This Tuesday on the 13th. Catch me on a live stream. I'll be a Q&A. So if you have any questions, any queries, by all means, ask me. When you want. So I'll be Tuesday at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 6 p.m. Eastern for my Eastern followers out there. So like I say, do what you can to help each other in these trying times. Once again, my condolences to the royal family and my condolences to followers and believers of the royal family too. You know, we can do better, ladies and gentlemen. Stand our ground, stand high, and uh, let's learn. From the examples of our fallen. Anyhow, take care. Look after your friends and loved ones. Do what you can to help each other in these trying times. And remember, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and you'll we'll see us you Tuesday. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here.
1: This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck podcast. Stay sane. And thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck podcast.
0: Well, smack my ass and call me Judy.